Hello and welcome to the conversation, the e-gathering podcast. Hey, I'm Todd Brown and this is Rick Coop. Yes, I am. Uh, and uh, we, what we're doing in this conversation is we're just sitting down and talking about things in our life, uh, mostly around religion, uh, about our Christian faith, mm-hmm. uh, and, and how you walk that out. Uh, and speaking of walking that out. <laughs> Good segue. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of walking <laughs> out, uh, one of the things that, that we've talked about off and on is just this idea of fitness or being physically fit and mm-hmm. what um, exercise, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, and what in the world does that have to do with our Christian faith, with our religion at all, if anything. Uh, yeah. And and Rick and I are not uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger by any stretch of the imagination, Jack LaLanne, depending how old you are. <laughs> wow. Wow. You went back uh, there. Knees over toes guy. Yeah. Uh, or any of those um, physical fitness folks. Uh, we, we are not Jocko Wilnick uh, by any stretch. Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons, yeah, baby. This going back, so. <clears throat> uh, we're none of those guys. Yeah. Um, right. We do both uh, walk as part of physical fitness, do yeah. some weight training, yeah. um, yoga. do yoga, yeah. um, but we incorporate that as part of our life. So then yeah. the question becomes, what's that got to do yeah. with your religion or your faith or your walk with God or any of that? Yeah. Well, there, there's a scripture that, um, it, this is a bit out of context, but I think it's appropriate. Um, and I'm going to use it. Um, but it comes out of Proverbs, and it says that a merry heart uh, does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit um, dries the bones. And what I see in that is that I feel better when I'm doing things to take care of myself, mm-hmm. when I'm eating better, which I haven't since Thanksgiving now. Um, but when I'm eating better, when I'm exercising, when I'm doing my back stretches, you know, when I'm lifting, I feel better. I'm, I'm more ready for the day. I'm more ready to do things. I'm more ready to accomplish. When I don't do those things, I start getting slower and uh, wear out quicker and feel, you know, tired. And I get that two o'clock in the afternoon slump, you know, yeah. um, so what I mean, what for me, one of the things this scripture means is that when I'm feeling good, I, I, I'm, I'm more receptive to learning and teaching and I'm, I'm more focused. When I feel bad, uh, I, my spirit's kind of broke, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm not so ready to dig in for a couple of hours in scriptures and yeah, you know, I'll, I'll read a little bit, but I just don't have the energy to, so that's what, I think there's a tie between how we take care of ourselves physically and how it affects our lives spiritually. There's a, there's a book and uh, if you look on eGathering, if you're looking in the playlist, there's even a playlist talking about this book that we walked through. And it's called Fasting, and it's by an author named Scott McKnight, mm. um, who misspells Scott. He only spells it with one T, so he's, oh. he's fancy. Yeah, um, trying to save ink. <laughs> but <laughs> I only say that because my first name's John, yeah. no H. No H, yeah. yeah saving ink. Yep. Yeah. So he talks about this idea that we 
as humans are a unity. Um, mm. We are a unity of body and spirit, the physical and the mm-hmm. spiritual. We are a unity of both of those things. We're talking about the Holy Spirit, and He is spirit. God is, Jesus is God is spirit. Jesus is like us in that He is a unity of body and spirit. Um, mm. When So, what's the point? The point is this. I think so often we think of, uh, and one of the points that he makes in the book is, so often we think of this idea of the spirit making the body behave. Mm. So do you live in the spirit or do you live in the flesh? Paul goes on and on mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. living in the spirit. And if you are, if you're living in the flesh, then you, that can cause many problems. Mm-hmm. We begin to worry more about serving the flesh than we worry about serving the spirit or serving yeah. God. It becomes almost like flesh bad, spirit good, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. gets into a problem. And we get into Gnosticism where yeah. we yeah. begin yeah. to think anything of the flesh is bad and anything of the spirit is good. But Scott McKnight makes this point that we are a, we are a unity of spirit and flesh. Both are there. God created the flesh the same as he created... Mm-hmm. The, I don't know about the same as, that's above my pay grade, but as well as creating the spirit. He created mm-hmm. the flesh and the, and, and the spirit, and the two are together. Um, and, so. and I've seen it like, okay, so the scripture that talks about when God was forming man, uh-huh. and then he breathed his spirit into a, giving us life. Yeah. So I see the, the connection there. Yeah. between we uh, human beings being flesh and being spirit. You know, I'm going to take another scripture, though, and I, I see it in another way. When we are given the great commandments mm-hmm. to love the Lord your God, and then he goes on to say, but love the Lord your God with all your heart. I believe that's emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With all your soul, mm-hmm. the spiritual part mm-hmm. of it, with all your mind, the, our mental well-being. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you've got emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and then with all your strength, mm-hmm. the physical yeah. part of you. I love it. And and I see that what I never thought saying, of that broke down like that. Sorry, wait for the moment. Hmm. I never thought about <laughs> that. I love that combination of, of looking at all those yeah. ways of loving God. But to me, he says, you with your entire being, Physically, mentally, mm-hmm. spiritually, emotionally, love God. Yeah. And that to me is another part of that tie-in there about the physical and the spiritual and making sure that we're taking care of both of those. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you know as well as I do, Todd, when you're, when you're drained and you're tired and you just don't, feel like it and i'm going to confess something here there are those times when you know man i know i ought to have you know prayer tonight not a read tonight i'm just too tired i'm yeah, just gonna right. you know i'm just gonna yeah. or instead of getting up at six o'clock in the morning in order to have time for all the things that are necessary in the morning and scriptural reading and getting up and being at work by eight o'clock. I'm, 
I'm just going to lay here for a little bit. Yesterday mm -hmm. was hard. I'm just mm -hmm. going to lay. And then you fall asleep, and all of a sudden it's 7.15, and oh, i got to get to work. i got to get to work. If you don't, we talked about in, a, in another podcast, cultivating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're not cultivating yourself physically and spiritually and mentally and emotionally, um, then there's a part of the, of the well-being that's broken down. When you talk about uh, love the Lord your God with all and, and break down each of those pieces of love, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go find that. I'm going to have a composter. I like that so much. Um, but there's this idea of, it goes back to Paul talking to the Corinthians when he says, do you not know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within, yep. within you, whom, uh, whom you have from God? Uh, you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God with your body. Yes. So, um, no, he's not saying be Jack LaLanne, okay? Don't. And young people are going, Jack La who? Uh, <laughs> don't be somebody whose whole existence is wrapped around their physical self. Okay? Right. But, but recognize that thing was given to you to walk around on this place and be a part of what God has going mm -hmm. on. And if you, I'm just going to pick on somebody for a minute, so I'm sorry. But if you sit around and watch TV and flip through Facebook all day and that's all you're doing and your body's broke down because you can't do anything, mm -hmm. you're not a lot of good for certain things. You're, you're not good at the standing up and walking around and talking to people and going through things. Also, when people look, they don't see they see maybe a different god in you yeah as i say i'm gonna show me your show me your wallet and show me your calendar and and i, and I might say show me your body yeah. and i will show you who your god is i'm gonna say something here um and i we can talk about it more that we both realize there are people who have physical restrictions yeah uh, people we we both have a brother who we dearly love who um, has some restrictions that he yeah. cannot get but he's still active physically yeah. as as much as possible he's still active spiritually you know he was um, doing some some pretty powerful things you know we so he was paying attention to his his mental um, condition and his emotional condition, and as well as possible, he was taking care of his physical condition. Yeah. But then there also, as you said, I I, I do believe this wholeheartedly. There are also people who have just kind of given up, and when you do that, um, my mother has MS mm -hmm. um, and she is in severe stages of the MS um, to where it's very difficult for her to move because of the pain sure. and all the things that have to do with MS yeah. but she has done I, I asked her one day I said well 
she was telling me that the laundry needs done and I said well you want me to get that mom she said no and I said are you sure <laughs> and she said doing the laundry is something I can do to keep my body moving now she has to go down four steps and up four steps but she said, that's what I can do to keep my body moving. I'm exhausted by the time it's done. I'm, you know, I take a trip, but that's what I do to keep myself moving, to keep my body active as much as I can. And I, you know, I had to look at her and, and think, wow, mom, that, you know, I'm kind of proud of you here, you know, for, for choosing to do that. But she said, as long as I... This is the words that stuck. As long as I can keep my body sharp, I can keep my mind sharp. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Great stuff, Mo. Right. You know, I, I'm 65 years old, and I just learned another lesson from my mother, yeah. you know. So good, good stuff there. If your mind and your body are not sharp, then you can't be, you can't participate in the game. Yes, exactly. Right? Okay, so there's a book called, I'm all over the place, and I know I'm all over the place, but there's a book called Not a Fan, and uh, and a DVD series called Not a Fan. And the idea behind Not a Fan is um, a, a fan goes to a game. Um, if I say I'm not a fan of Jesus, people are like, what? <laughs> a fan goes to a game. You better and, explain it. And wears the shirt and holds yeah. the pom-poms and yeah. yells for his team. But he didn't get tackled, not one time. <laughs> and yeah. he didn't run one time. And he didn't set a block one time. And he didn't yeah. throw a single pass. And he didn't figure out how the game plan, like the coach might do. Yeah. He, none of that. Yeah. He's just a fan. And if things, and if the team, team folds up and, and never plays another game, he's going to be fine. He might even wear yeah. a shirt later because he was yeah. such a fan of the team. But to he's not affected by it. He's yeah. not hurt by it. He doesn't have to. He hasn't doesn't have to be in shape to play in the game. He doesn't yeah. have to go to practice. Right. He doesn't have to know that stuff. So when I say I'm not a fan of Jesus, no, because I'm in the game. I want to be in the game, Lord. Put me in, yeah. Coach. I want to be. In the game, I'm not, I'm not a spectator here. I'm I'm involved. I'm on the team. I'm part of the group. Oh. So, if you and then you know to go back to scripture, if we're if we're listening to Paul talking in Romans, he says, "And I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, and, and by the mercy of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship." Mm -hmm. Now, somebody go back and read. Romans, you're going to say that I'm, what do they call it, script texting, or mm -hmm. I'm taking a single scripture out of context, yeah. and I'm trying to use it to make the point that I'm trying to make. But I would argue I am not. What Paul is saying very much is yeah. you need to be, your body needs to be ready in a couple of ways. Yep. One of the point, the point he's making here in particular is if you're, if you're sleeping with a prostitute, don't you recognize that you're yep. you're offering your body to Christ, and at the same time, the Christ body that you're offering is sleeping with a prostitute? Yeah. You're subjecting yourself to venereal disease yep. and all of the mess that goes along with that. Um, but I would argue that 
if you um, are eating a bunch of junk and that's your life and you never exercise and you never put yourself forward, don't you realize, brother, that you're offering that to that's the that's the sacri- the living sacrifice that you're making to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's I know I know I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that there's somebody listening to this who is a hundred pounds overweight and is hurting and and has no more motivation than to sit and watch TV all day or uh, they work all day and then they come home and they do nothing and they eat garbage all the time and they're overweight and they're hurting and they're and they're going click and turning me off because they think what I'm saying is I'm better than they are mm-hmm. and that and that none of this and and they don't want to hear this like I'm picking on them I'm I'm fat shaming or I'm out of shape shaming or I'm laziness mm-hmm. shaming and and that's not at all but what I'm hoping to be saying what I'm hoping to be saying is hey there's another reason why you should try and get yourself in shape and get yourself in in good condition physically and it's because the physical influences the spiritual yes As, in as much as the spiritual influences the physical. Um, going back to Scott McKnight, and he wasn't talking about physical fitness at all. He was talking about fasting. But the condition of your physical does have influence over your spiritual. Okay, let me, because I'm not a small guy. Anybody looking at me can, you know, I'm not, so I'm going to say it for you, and then they can say that, you know, well, you know, this guy's saying it so it's not no it's not a fat shaming shame or thing or what we're saying is um that our physical and i'm going to parentheses mental emotional well-being has a direct effect on how we view our spiritual life our worldly life and our physical place in it. Yeah, absolutely. And if we're not at least trying to do something and trying to 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 move, I can tell you that when my when my back's bothering me, man, my I, my place in life is going to be on on a the chair or you know. But now that I'm doing something more about it and stretching it and working on it and it used to be that driving to work was a pain it hurt mm-hmm. um, i i told mary that, that driving for me um to work at times i felt like i was gonna the pain was enough that i felt like i was gonna throw up yeah now that i'm doing something and and because of that i didn't feel like doing anything else yeah you don't want to go to church yeah. you don't want to yeah. participate in sunday school right. you don't want to be right. at, the, at the wednesday night gathering you don't want to go to the mission and help feed people you don't want to yeah don't want to do anything I don't, like I don't that want nothing but now that i'm doing something about it you know and limited i certainly don't go out there and you know lift 200 pounds no. and you know we are not spring but, chickens yeah but i i'm doing something about it and it has affected my mental state my spiritual state uh, to the point that i wonder so what you were just saying i'm saying all this to say what you were just saying l- let the old fat guy say it 
Um, <laughs> I'm an old guy. But um, I, I absolutely hear what you're saying, and I agree with you. You have to be an active participant in your physical and spiritual well-being, and they both affect each other. You are a unity. Yeah, and if you're not an active participant, and if you've just decided, I'm giving up here, then be prepared for not only the physical to suffer, but be prepared for your spiritual life to suffer. Uh, it can't be as full as what it was. Now, for that 99-year-old um, person who's sitting out there and maybe listening to us and saying, well, all I can do is like your mom, you know, maybe walk up a couple of stairs, but I can pray. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You know, sit in your chair, stretch your legs out, hold your arms above your head, do what you can do and, and keep praying and keep reading and feed what you can feed. Good for you. Proud of you. In my opinion, it is the voice of, of Satan who says to you, what these two fellows are saying is because you're overweight and you're not physically mm. fit and you don't exercise, that you're useless. Yeah. No, that's, that's the, not that's what we're... the yeah. voice of Satan yeah, telling you those things. But it's the same voice of Satan that says you can't yeah. do those things. And what they're saying is a lie because that's not something that um, that's not something of God you're worrying about your physical fitness is not something of God and I'm going to argue that if you wake up in the morning and you stand at the end of your bed and you lift your arms above your head and wiggle your fingers and stretch your body out as much as you can and then get down in a huddle position and stretch your back out as far as you can and then do that again and then get down to your knees and push your back out uh, or stretch your back out as you're in the huddle position and then do a little stretching mm -hmm. yoga freaks people out because they think I'm talking about some yeah. Eastern mysticism which yeah. is whatever do call it yoga call it DDP call it whatever you want if you want to do some I, I guarantee that your ability to participate in the body of Christ is increased mm-hmm sorry it's just true yep. Romans I appeal to you therefore brothers and sisters by the mercy of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice yep. holy and acceptable to God which is your spiritual worship if you were in charge of this building this church that we're sitting in right now and you ignored it within a period of time it becomes unable to be used for worship mm -hmm. if you're sitting in this building and you ignore it before long, it becomes useless for worship and well, growing you, the kingdom of God. You, you hit on it, 1 Corinthians six 19. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Yeah. But don't you realize that your, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. For God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. Yeah. And that means taking care of it. Taking care of it. Yeah, as well as you can. It doesn't mean never have cheesecake. Nope. It doesn't mean never sleep in. It doesn't mean any of those things. Because those are the absurd extremes that Satan yeah. throws at you. Because it, you just ate cheesecake, so you're going to hell. No, that's not what I didn't say. Anything close to that. Nope. 
what I said was to honor God with your body and be able to be a warrior because you did the things necessary to keep you moving. Mm -hmm. If you can't get up off the chair, then you can't go serve at the mission and help those men. If you can't get up off the chair, then you can't go to the hospital and help people, uh, visit people and care for people. Mm -hmm. If you can't get up out the chair, then you're taken out of the game. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you don't have a place. Because, yeah. again, let's be practical theologians, as they say. <laughs> you know darn good well, if you had a stroke and you can't get out of the chair, that's not what I'm talking about. Right. And if, you, if that's what Satan's put in your ear, then you're listening, then you know that's Satan. You know that's not what I said. Mm -hmm. um, what I'm saying is do what you can. Do what you can. keep yourself physically sharp to be able to do yeah. the things that you can do, right? I mean, I hear people saying, um, do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both the soul and the body in hell. Um, so in other words, don't worry about your body. Mm -hmm. don't worry. That's not what Jesus was saying no, at all. No. That's the absurd extreme that people want to right. take things to. Peter, don't let don't um, do not let your uh, do not let your adorning be external. Uh, the braiding of your hair, the putting on of gold and jewelry, and the clothing that you wear. But let your adorning uh, be a uh, hidden person of the heart uh, with the imperishable, be imperishable beauty. He does. He's not saying don't be physically fit, don't take care of yourself, don't be able to, right. to move and, and keep yourself physically fit. That's not what he's saying at all. He's saying if when you wake up in the morning, what you're concerned about is whether or not your, your pecs are moving the way you want them to and whether your triceps mm -hmm. are the best. If that's your primary concern, now you've got a problem. Yeah. There are absurd extremes of anything. Right? Exactly. Um, if you spend, if you spend three or four hours a day on worrying about whether or not you have the right muscle tone in your calf, you there might have a problem. might be a problem. You might have. A, you yeah. may have chosen a different yeah. god. Yeah. And exactly. you can make your yeah. physical being a you god. You can. Absolutely, can yeah. do that. You can you can turn your attention from God to the temple. Yeah, but uh, ooh, I like that. Yeah. Are you concerned more with the temple than you are mm -hmm. with God? Mm -hmm. But I can argue. But I can also tell you this: for many of us who get out and walk or run a five k, who spend time in, in calisthenics yoga. Um, uh, who spend time in weight training, that can be some of the closest times I spend with God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I like nothing more. You and I both do about the same thing. We call I call it a 5K a day, Yeah. Uh, 3.1. Yep. Um, but I love to put on the headphones, turn on Christian you know, music, um, contemporary Christian music, and that's that's a good time. Man, because not only am I walking fast and you know sweating and and kind of getting every, all the juices flowing and everything, but I I feel like my spirit's being fed and you know and I, I'm there's a lot of times. Uh, in fact, I've caught myself a couple times. Uh, pay attention to where you're going here, buddy. You know yeah. I'm, I'm more <laughs> I'm more into the song and and worship and praise and than I am where I'm going. That's how that raccoon came about that day. Oh. <laughs> I just I, I had 
problems with a raccoon come out after me while I was walking one day, and it was that was that was that was a whole experience there. Almost like squirrel, but yeah. raccoon. Yeah, yeah. Um, if, when I'm in the midst of my stretching routine, I have a, I have actually have um, a, a liturgy that I go through while I'm doing that. I mean, like there's. There's times for uh, uh, the doxology. There are times for the Lord's Prayer. There yeah. are times for the 23rd Psalm. During that stretching, yeah. there are times specifically set aside for prayer. I'm praying. Yeah. And during this period of time, I, I pray for uh, my family, specifically during yeah. this, this time. And I pray for me and what I have planned for the day during this time. There's. So I guess what I'm saying is... is you can bemoan it all you want to and say I'm more worried about my physical body than I am about the spirit, but I'm going to argue that you, I can, I, I have dedicated yeah. time. How many, how many people don't have a dedicated time and you're looking for, when, I don't know, when am I going to exercise? I don't have time to do that. Do you, do you have time for praying? Yeah. How about while you're praying, you stretch out your body and you get yourself awake. Let's flip that over. I've got all these things that I'm doing. I don't have time for prayer or listening to you know, a teaching or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you do, because, like, you've got a lunchtime, you've got a 15-minute break. While you're out walking, for those of you who do walk or run, you've got time then. That's a good time. That is so, that is so often yeah. on that walk. Yeah. And that's times when I lament. Yeah. Very often when I'm walking is yeah. times when I lament. Yeah. Lord, help me. Help me understand that person. Help me see them through your eyes, because what I'm seeing right now is just yeah. gross. And I don't understand what they're doing, and I don't know why that's going on. And and then shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. Lord, help me get past this thing that I keep going up to this wall. I'll tell you something that I actually, I've actually prayed, Lord, today when I'm going to work, I know that I've been getting distracted. Help me get into my work. Help me be dedicated. Help me be an ethical person during that time and give mm -hmm. them the time they're paying for. Mm -hmm. It's a weird one. You're gonna. Like, what mm -hmm. do you mean you're sloughing off? Oh, dude, we got so many distractions. I got mm -hmm. phones. We got tablets. We got computers. We got the internet on the computer yeah. at work. You got all this stuff going on. Lord, help me. But if I didn't take that time to walk, would I take that time to pray? Yeah. Probably not. I I, I know I'm not Todd. saying I don't. I pray throughout the day. I know at Todd. different times. But I'm saying when I take that. 50 minutes is what it takes me generally 50 to 50 mm -hmm. to walk my 5k mm -hmm. um, and that's yep. for the dog to stop and go do his business and me to go through all the things or to go to the Y and get on the set the machine up it's 50 minutes would I stop and spend that 50 minutes so easy to fill it with other things I would fill it with other things yep. I'll tell you what I'd do yep yep <laughs> No, I, I, I know me. You. I wouldn't get up. <laughs> you, you and I have talked about it. We, we're also accountability partners for yeah. our, and you and I have talked about it. You know, I just, I didn't, uh, I didn't do it today, you know. And those are the times when I think, oh, man, I got to send a text to Todd that says, I overslept today. Yeah. You know, he's going to know exactly where I, you were just too lazy to get up today, Rick. Yeah. And, and there's a, yeah. 
Scott, oh, Scott McKnight, who wrote that book, he's going he's gonna to send us a, a note to say, that's not what I said. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to keep going back to this idea that the spiritual can guide the physical, that a connection with God, your prayer life, yeah. your time in, in Scripture, your, your dedication to the spiritual can stop you from, from many things that the physical wants to do. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But I'm going to argue... And vice versa. But I'm going to argue that the physical uh, fasting, um, dedication to... And, and, and dedication to your physical body being healthy can guide you back to mm -hmm. the physical. If you stop and dedicate time to that, it can get the spiritual in, in line as well. Um, yep. By doing those things. So... Yep. Um, yeah. Um, I, 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 there's a scripture from 1 Corinthians 10.31 that, that to me it says um, that I, I thought makes a good capping point to this. Okay. Unless you've got more. And it just that Paul says, so whether you eat or drink or whether you do or, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. God. Yeah. That is, that is well said. Yeah, that, that, that is a good capping point. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, if you you can incorporate your faith into your physical and your physical can can push you back to your faith mm -hmm. um, if you aren't taking care of the temple then right yeah i love that though i love that are you worshiping the temple mm -hmm. absolutely yeah what is it paul says for some have abandoned the faith to yeah. worship uh, the have have abandoned the creator to worship the creation mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. All That's right, what I've man. got. Me too. All right. Guys, yeah. thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, if we're ridiculous, say you're ridiculous, but tell us why. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just say you're ridiculous. Yeah. That doesn't help. That's not a conversation. That's an accusation. Um, and if you if you want to hear when we're here, uh, hear when we have a new conversation, subscribe or follow if you're on Facebook. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Like it if you liked it. Don't like it if you didn't like it. Uh, and uh, we'd love to see you back. Take Thanks, care. Bye-bye.